Nikola Jokic has an opening night triple-double and everything else that mattered. Tonight, October 24th, this is B-Ball Bites, a five-minute daily NBA show. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts this season, most episodes are now available as video episodes on YouTube. So, there's that. Today's episode of the show is sponsored by Learn to Go with Basketball. Click the link in the show notes to see if you can learn how to go with basketball with some free preview chapters. In the first game of the NBA season, the defending champions took on the Lakers in front of a raucous crowd in Ball Arena. The Nuggets were presented their championship rings pre-game, uh, raising the championship banner also. It was invigorating to all the Nuggets faithful. about 19,000 people there. The first two plays of tonight's opening tip were extremely telling. The first play was an emphatic AD dunk on one end, and then the other play was Nikola Jokic coming down, convincing the ball to roll into the hoop after a little 10-foot floater. Both AD and Jokic were going at each other on offense, and both looked pretty unstoppable at times in the first half. Despite AD's efforts, the Lakers fell by as much as 18 points early in the second quarter before clawing that lead back down to single digits at the half. Anthony Davis missed all of his shots in the third quarter and he would fail to score again for the rest of the contest, while LeBron James and new Lakatorian Prince kept up the scoring efforts as the Nuggets kept the scoreboard ticking as well. The Lakers extended a 13-0 run either side of the final break to turn up the intensity leading into the final quarter as that lead dwindled to just 3 points, but the Nuggets had an answer every time the Lakers threatened to take the lead. Aaron Gordon, then Nikola Jokic, then Michael Porter Jr., and then Jamal Murray all hitting big threes to stretch that lead to a comfortable buffer with four minutes remaining. The end result, Denver winning by 12, 119-107 at home. Strangely enough, this defeat is LeBron's sixth consecutive opening night loss as a Laker, which is a pretty crazy stat. Jokic scored 29 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists for an opening night triple-double. Jamal Murray chiming in with an efficient 21 points. Aaron Gordon stuffed the box score. He had 15 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 blocks, plus a steal. And former Laker, Contavious Cardwell Pope shot 18 of 12 for a very important 20 points. For the Lakers, LeBron James top score with 21 points. He had 8 rebounds and 5 assists as well in 29 minutes. We'll come back to that in a second. AD didn't improve on his 17 points at halftime, and Torian Prince shot 4 of 6 from deep to finish with 18 points as well. Post-game, Lakers coach Darvin Ham seemed to indicate that LeBron's 29 minutes might be the standard going forward this year. The broadcast team made frequent mentions of this during the broadcast, and this new substitution pattern giving him more rest. For what it's worth, LeBron looked unstoppable moving downhill in transition. James to the rack at the other end, great transition by L. In contrast to the electric fourth quarter in the Luggett Snakers game, the Suns-Warriors fourth quarter turned into a bit of a messy affair. The Suns eventually winning by four as a result of back-to-back threes in the final 90 seconds by Josh Okogie and then Eric Gordon, 108-104 to spoil the Warriors' home opener. Bradley Beal was reeled out several hours prior to tip-off for what could have been his Phoenix Suns debut, but that allowed Josh Okogie to step into the starting lineup. He scored 17 points on just nine shots. Devin Booker led the way for Phoenix, he had 32 and 8 assists, and from what I watched, I think he assisted on the last 10 points for the Suns. Kevin Durant had 18 points and 10 rebounds on an off-shooting night, while Yusuf Nurkic had 14 points, 14 rebounds, including the dagger layup to push the lead as Golden State at times struggled with his size. For the Warriors, they outscored Phoenix by 40-19 to in a typical third-quarter comeback to regain that lead. Steph had 27, but the rest of the Warriors largely shot pretty poorly shooting 35% from the floor and 23% from distance as a team. Chris Paul shot 4 of 15, but he had 9 assists in his Warriors debut. Jonathan Kaminga had 2 free throws to tie or take the lead with under 2 minutes remaining, but he clanked both. 
At the top of the third quarter, an older lady in the front row appeared to have a fall, and the game kind of stopped for a couple minutes while there was some concern over her status. Much to the delight of the home crowd in Golden State, she was helped to her feet, and a couple of minutes later, then ignited the crowd by waving what looked to be a handkerchief in the air, signaling she was A-OK -okay as she made her way back down the tunnel. In some other news around the league today, the Hornets have signed guard Ish Smith, marking his return to the league in year 14. Smith played 43 games for the Nuggets last year as they won the title. He actually already holds the record for the most teams played with at 13, but the Hornets don't count as number 14 as he spent half a year there in the 2021-22 season. And Detroit fans, your team will start the tank early it seems. Bojan Bogdanovic will miss four weeks with a calf strain, and Monty Morris should miss about three weeks with a quad strain. Today's NBA average player is KCP for his efforts in the season opener. That's it for today's show. Learning to code isn't hard, you just need to stick with it. I've been wanting to upskill so I can reach a higher salary in my job, but I'm a kind of person that needs to be motivated to learn. I found the book Learn to Code with Basketball by Nathan Braun and immediately realized this was the perfect activity for my learning style. Nathan pretty easily explains new data analytics terms to teach you the basics of Python and modeling using real-world NBA data. There is plenty of appendix files to muck around in too, so it's not just all reading. It's super engaging, and I'm already creating heat map graphics that I might use for some future sports media content this year. I enjoyed the preview chapters so much, I reached out to Nathan directly to see if he would sponsor the show. But if you don't believe me, take it from ESPN's Bill Connolly, who called it really, really well done.